Welcome to Average Joe. We're at an incredible time to be alive in human history. This present moment in our evolution is so exciting. And of course, it's daunting too. And the reason why it's daunting is because any transition, there is stress and things that come up with that. And so where we are right now in human history is we really have the opportunity to right the ship, to address the core, what's been happening, and heal that. And heal it in a way so future generations coming won't have to suffer and go through the same pain that we've been going through and that humans have been going through for a long time. Because a lot of these things which are toxic or sickness have become normalized. They've become very much the status quo, so we're used to that. And we've become accustomed to some things that aren't normal or good for us at all, but they happen so frequently that we just feel like this is part of the program of being a human and being here on earth. So as we look at and understand that we're in this incredible time, this incredible transition, and that we're pioneers who are here on earth having a chance to set the core and the foundation in a healthy way for for everyone now, but also for the children, the children's children coming. And I think if we're really getting to the roots of what's happened and where we are and how we can shift that, that's when we have to sort of look at the painful realities of what's taken place. And to look at the roots of that, I think to sort of distill it down simply is any time or situation where a person or a group, so individually and collectively, has had to abandon themselves, has had to go against themselves, has had to um, swallow and repress, then it creates a problem. And even if there isn't an immediate problem, an immediate output from that, it eventually reverberates out and causes breaking or some sort of death, some sort of injustice. So it's important to ground it that way because then we can see the roots. We can see, oh, so what happens when a child in a family system has to abandon themselves, whether it's, you know, they don't feel like they can emotionally or mentally or even spiritually express themselves. So they have to shut down and which is sort of, it's an abuse to themselves, an abuse on the system. So you take that and you multiply that by millions and then billions of people, you can see how that could become a real problem and fester in a way that's 
very painful and very ugly. See, because when, when we look at that as the individual human and what children go through, we can see how that scales into other areas where people where injustice have taken place. I mean, look, look, look what women have had to deal with in the world and human history. The amount of persecution, oppression, the amount of anger and violence that's been leveled toward women. Of course, we've come a long way, but we're not there yet. We're still not to the level of equality. And, you know, it's, it's kind of mind boggling in a way to ask, how, how did that happen? You know, how have the treatment of women been so bad for so many years? And then it just, you know, you look out into other groups. I mean, look what's happened with the black community. Um, look what's happened with the Latino community. Look what's happened with Jewish people. Look what's happened in Palestine. I mean, there's so many different examples. And you say that you say, well, how is it possible that all this has become normal? And part of it's become normal because like I said, when you scale young children who haven't been seen and heard and affirmed, and so they've had to go against themselves, when those people get older, they become leaders in society, some do. And when they have this toxic imprint, then it becomes a person who's had toxicity poured on them from, you know, their family or their school system or their community, then it becomes very normal to turn to someone else and pour that toxicity because that's almost running in that person's system or that DNA. And we've all had that or experienced it to a certain level. And so now in order to heal and evolve, we have to admit that that's been going on and that we've been a part of that and, you know, either experienced it ourselves or delivered it to other people or both. And, you know, th this isn't to say, of course, that um, everyone's upbringings were all bad. They're all usually it's a mixed bag, a mixed blessing. You know, maybe one gets lots of love and support. But there's still the presence of this poison, this toxicity, this pollution, where people are being forced to shut down and not being able to have their own experience. And again, you look at the roots of that and it scales out. I mean, we've had a culture and a history in the world of war violence being extremely prevalent and a norm. We've had, as I mentioned, a culture of sexism, of women being looked at as less. We've had a culture of racism. You know, we've had a culture where pollution and destroying the earth has become a norm. We've had a culture of poverty being a norm, where it's been somehow sort of accepted and okay for lots of people um, to live in a very vulnerable position, to not have resource, not to not have food, not have jobs, 
And somehow over the decades and the centuries and millenniums, this has all become very normal. So, so the so, so question is like, again, we look at how did we get here? And we got here because, and we've all experienced this in some way or another, but the human organism, when it's put into a stressful environment, so, and that's just where it can look in many different ways. You know, of course, it could be as extreme as, um, the growing human being beaten or abused or not having the food, not having the water, but it could also look like, again, not having the ability to express oneself, not having the ability to feel and process those emotions. Because what happens then is then we become stunted or jaded in a way. You know, I'm, I'm not saying in an irreversible way that can never be healed or grown out of, but that's how we get to a situation where injustice, inequality, different kinds of abuse become the norm. And they become accepted in a part of the status quo, of course, because so many humans have experienced such injustice themselves personally, that again, it becomes a part of the, the currency and a part of the, the a part of the DNA to sort of say, well, this is, this is just the way things are. I mean, I've, you know, the, the, the human being says, I've experienced such pain and suffering and abuse in my journey that when I look around and see it happening all around me, I can relate and identify it and it becomes normalized. So we're at this incredible juncture in human history where the individual and collectively, what we're saying now is no, no more abuse, no more injustice, no more abandoning ourselves, no more abandoning each other. And of course, it seems like a big daunting thing, or you know, maybe it seems sort of, um, I don't know, you always hear the term utopian or whatever, but it, but it's not, it's not, it's not actually this really elusive thing. It just, it comes down to a simple thing that we can't allow ourselves to be abused. We can't abuse ourselves. We can't allow groups to be abused, whether it's women, whether it's black people, whether it's Latino, whether it's Asian people, whether it's um, people from the Middle East. Like it, it, it's very simple in a way to sort of say, no, we, we've outgrown that now. We're evolving past that. So a currency of war and greed and oppression and scarcity can no longer rule the day. And we said, well, well, how do we know that it's time to evolve past that and let that go? And it's, look at what's happening. Look at your experience. Look at what you're seeing. When you're seeing breaking happening on every single level, when you're seeing systems crumble before your eyes, when you're seeing falling of all sorts, that is an indication that something is wrought, is off, something is wrong, and it's an indication of the opportunity we have. So we have a chance to really heal, to really set the core to do it right. And again, what does it look like? 
Well, it looks like anyone not being marginalized, anyone's experience not being shut down. You know, usually when we as humans or people in general are acting out or breaking or um, having a problem or a crisis, there's a reason for it. There's a root to it. You know, why is this crisis happening? Why are fires happening? Why are things breaking? Why is infrastructure no longer or systems no longer working? It's like we need to take an honest look at these things. You know, in in my own personal journey, I look back at times that were tumultuous, where they were breaking, where there was, and I just have to say, honestly, say, well, why did that happen? What were the roots of it? You know, because it, it's it's very easy for us as people or collectively to say, oh, well, that just happens. That's that's just the way things are. And I guess what I'm speaking about and looking at is why though? Why has such pain and suffering, such abuse, such injustice become normalized? Does it have to be like that? No, it doesn't have to be like that. It's just happened for so long, so many millions and billions of times for so many thousands of years that we've it's become normalized. So again, we're in this incredible era, this incredible season of human history where more and more people are looking around and waking up and saying, well, what is really happening here? What's at the root? What's at the core? And one thing that's so encouraging and that you know is happening in my journey as well, there's almost like this chain reaction where people are saying, no. I'm no longer going to be silenced. I'm no longer going to abandon myself. I'm no longer going to turn any toxic poison against myself. And when that happens, then it becomes true with other people. When when someone makes that sort of sacred covenant, that sacred agreement in themselves, then they're not going to take abuse or injustice from other people. And it's so incredible and inspiring to see groups who have stood up and, you know, have been standing up for a long time. But, you know, you you look at what's happened in history. But, you know, recently, of course, um, the Me Too movement, women saying, no, we're not going to accept this anymore. We're valuing ourselves, who we are. We're going to let our full light shine. And because of that, because we're no longer going to um, treat and operate like we're less beings, we're not going to take that and accept that treatment from anybody else. And that's the same, you know, the reason why I started talking with children in the family system is because children often, understandably being vulnerable and growing in the world, they don't know what's going on. So they know what's going on, but they don't know the totality of everything because they're learning and developing. So it becomes normal to accept things that are off. And you see 
so many women no longer doing that, and it's incredible. And so as the child grows into an adult, the healthy thing would be that child, even if they have experienced toxicity or abuse or they've had their boundaries violated, where eventually they get to a point where they say, no, no more. I'm not going to take anybody else's projection or ego or attacks or threats to me um, because I'm a being that deserves freedom and peace and love and all these things. You know, it's the same with the the protests that um, for racial equality that have been happening, which have of course been going on for a long time, but getting louder in the sense of no, we haven't come far enough yet. There are still injustices happening. There are still losses of integrity happening. And I and what I love about this period that we're in now is that we're not going to stop until we go all the way. Like we're not going to stop until there's no more abuse happening on any level. And again, I know that sounds way out there. Like, oh, can you imagine a world where abuse wasn't taking place? And the answer is yes, I, I can. I can imagine a world where abuse isn't taking place. I can imagine a world where um, parents are not abusing their children, husbands are not abusing their wives and vice versa, where women aren't being abused at all, where people with different skin color and different religions aren't being abused or aren't being treated as less than, where where we don't destroy and pollute the earth, where people aren't being ripped off or taken advantage of. I can't imagine that. I can't imagine a world where there actually isn't violence. I can imagine a world where addiction isn't running rampant. I can imagine a world where everybody isn't being labeled as mentally ill. I can can completely imagine this world. And I think that's the world we deserve. That's the world that is our birthright. And, you know, we we can't change the past. We can't change what's happened in history. We can't change what happened in our own upbringings. But what we can do is acknowledge it. We can speak into it. We can say, um, I accepted this treatment. I accepted, whether it was, again, from a person, from a family, from a system, you could say, I, I, I accepted this because maybe I didn't know any better at the time, or I was already hard on myself, so I let other people do it. But we can acknowledge that this happened, that an injustice took place. An injustice took place. That's where the healing comes. When we find our voice, when we stand in our power, and we say, no, no, I deserve more than this. And any time... Someone else, whether it's a person or a system or a group, is projecting some sort of toxicity or poison into another person or a group. There's an injustice there. And that's the kind of abandoning of ourselves that we can't allow. And and, and it fits so beautifully and perfectly in with spirituality, too. You know, again these things that have become normal, these abuses to ourselves and abandoning ourselves and betraying ourselves and betraying other people and betraying the earth, 
that that doesn't there's no spiritual law that says that or that that operates that that's normal or that's the way things are supposed to be if anything it's the exact opposite it's that when when these abuses to ourselves and to other people and to the earth and to the land are occurring we're violating spiritual laws it's, it, the, this is that's when things get stopped and repressed and they start breaking or dying so don't lose heart and you know i i know life can be overwhelming and you know it can seem like a lot but understand that we are living through this incredible transition and transformation one where the human being as an individual as a community as a society as a world family as an earth is reclaiming itself and it's not about going back to something necessarily because i don't know when we were ever here as humans you know to the point where humans are living in accordance with their emotional needs their physical needs their mental needs their spiritual needs you know when when that's happening of course there then there's not abuse happening to the self or to any groups so you know for for everyone who is no longer abusing themselves and no longer accepting abuse for anyone else i say hallelujah and keep going and i and i and i know it can be scary and overwhelming and isolating and frightening to stand up that way and for of course the people who have stood up not just for themselves but for groups um you know for their sex for their race for their uh for everything you're a hero you you know and for those who haven't been able to speak up yet you are a hero because you've kept going so don't lose heart because things are getting really interesting in terms of no more betraying ourselves no more no more swallowing our voices or repressing um and 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 of course it's completely understandable and a natural reaction that 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 many people would be angry and sad because of what they've endured. We need to let people have that. We really do. As long as they're not hurting other people and, you know, continuing that same cycle, um because you just because you've been abused doesn't allow you to abuse other people. That 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 doesn't work. That's exactly what I'm talking about is breaking the cycle here. But in terms of being angry or being sad and expressing that and speaking from your truth and experience, amen to that. That has to happen. That's part of the healing journey. That's how we that's how we set the core. That's how we do this transformation is we acknowledge, own, admit, take responsibility for what's happened to us, for what we've done and what's happened to other people. That's I mean that's part of awareness and that's part of because to look around and tell anyone, you know, whether it's women or black people or, or Latino people or anyone who's been marginalized uh, to say, oh no, that didn't happen. You didn't have that experience. That's, that is a crime. And that is exactly what I'm talking about of what can no longer happen. And we're breaking the cycle of.
to invalidate people's experience, to say, no, you didn't feel that way. That didn't happen to you. That is very, that, that is dark. It's toxic and it kills and causes people to break. That's how we've gotten to where we are. That's exactly what we're shifting. So again, I'm all for people processing their emotions and their experience and their injustice. Um, Sure, to expressing anger or sadness or frustration or pain, all those things, it just can't then be projected into abuse because that, that again, that's exactly how it's happened. How we, how it started this exploration was talking about how children, you know, who are shut down um, in certain ways by their parents or society, then they grow up and are abusing other people. That's the cycle we're breaking. So expressing the frustration or the rage or the sadness that is healthy that is part of the healing that is exactly what has to happen that those voices need to be heard acknowledged seen and felt that's how we heal but it's stopping the cycle of abuse just because someone abused you or us does not give us the right to abuse another person, to project that experience. That's how we heal. That's how we break the cycle is by acknowledging it, by letting those emotions experience flow, but not turning it on other people or, you know, people that we perceive to be weaker or more vulnerable. Again, that's how we've gotten here. And that's, that's how human history has worked for so long. And that's what we're shifting. So, you know, to, con- to, to continuing to not to abandon yourself, to speaking up, to staying your truth, to, sp- to, to being in your full power is heroic and it's exactly the medicine we need. That, that, that's, that's authenticity. That's being authentic, is living from your experience and owning it and speaking into it, even when it's uncomfortable or painful. Because you deserve freedom. You deserve peace. You deserve love, all these things. That is, that is the norm. That's, that is exactly the status quo in the world that we're going to live in, that we, you know, sometimes we achieve now, but it's freedom, it's peace, it's love, it's, it's, it's being in touch with who we are. So let's, let's continue on this journey together. And I see and feel your courage, even if it's just hanging on, going day to day. Um, there's a season to every part in the journey.